Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high-octane boost of in-the-trenches, tell-it-like-it-is reality therapy for personal, business, and real estate investing success. With your hosts, powerpreneurs, Angela Thomas and Ron Phillips, it's time to get real. Hi, and welcome to the Get Real Podcast. This is Angela Thomas, and I'm here with Ron Phillips. Hey, Ron. Here here we are. Hey, so uh, today we're pretty excited about this topic. Um, One of the questions that we get the most often is, can I invest in real estate with no money of my own? Uh, We also hear, can I invest with very little capital? Um, Is it really necessary to risk my capital? Can't I use other people's money instead? Um, pretty much all the same questions. So we're going to talk about that today and uh, yeah, should be pretty fun. Well, I'm excited. Just, let's just say no out of the gate. Just get it over with. <laughs> no, you absolutely can't do that. We'll so talk about getting real. Jeez, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. Don't, don't, push, okay. don't push stop. Don't push stop. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. it depends on what you want to do. Right, Angela? So, I mean, no, we know people do invest with no money of their own. It just depends if that's what you're going for, right? Yeah. And I think too, you know, there, there's a, in the seminar industry, right? I, th- I think a lot of people who've been to seminars, a lot of people listening probably have been to seminars about real estate where they tell you that this is super easy. You can do it in four hours a week with no money and basically no talent and no nothing. Like you could be <laughs> You could put a monkey on a corner with a sign that says, you know, I buy houses, have him flip it a few times and you're going to get flooded with, with deals to buy, right? I mean, that's, that's how it works. It's so easy. Um, so easy, that, but you got to buy the course to learn how. So. That is not true. Uh, uh, you know, it is not easy. And there are some things that you need to make that happen. You, you, so yeah. people say you could do it with no money. Well, that's true, but you do have to have a couple of other things because there's, I think there's three things that, that make up a deal. There's, there's money and there's knowledge and you got to have time to be, able to, to be able to do the deals. So, and you can usually do it with two of the three, but you can't do it with one and you can't do it with none. So right. if you don't have money, you better have a buttload of time and you better have a whole bunch of knowledge about how to get it done, right? If you've got a whole bunch of money and you don't have the other two, then you can find somebody to, to partner with and, and, and do deals because you've got the money and they've got the time. Isn't there a song about that? I've got the, I got the money, you got the time. Looks. I'm sure there I think, is. I think it's you got the looks, which oh. in this case doesn't apply. Uh, you can do this and still be ugly. I know a lot of ugly people who do this. Yeah. <laughs> Very successfully, I might add, ugly people. <laughs> Would you say that it's a requirement? I don't think, no. You can be good looking or ugly. It okay. doesn't make it, okay. Or just average too, and, yeah. and it'll still work. Okay. Not everybody is as sexy as we are. <laughs> I completely derailed this whole okay, thing. Okay, whoa, where are we? Uh, yeah, so, so Ron, let's talk about, uh, you know, the different things that you can do. Let's say, you know, I do have a lot of time and um, I want to gain the knowledge, but I don't have a lot of money. So, you know, what are your options if you decide you want to go out and get in the real estate game with no money? Well, uh, let me tell you what I did because that's exactly what I did. I, I was uh, making pretty good money uh, in sales. I was director of sales for a company and then I got laid off and all of my money just kind of stopped overnight. And I had a whole bunch of debt like most people in America. And so all of my payments didn't stop, but all my income stopped. Um, but I had been interested in real estate, right? I was, was looking at real estate and I, I've been to a seminar 
where they taught me how to do this. And the, the seminar told me, the guy pitching the seminar told me that they would, they would fund the deals if I found the deals and did all the work, which sounded like a good deal to me because I had no money and I had what? I had time. all the time in the world. I had all the time in the world, right? Right. So all I need to do was go down to a seminar. I need to get trained up on, on how to do it because then I would have two of the three. And if I combined with him who had the money, I have three of three of the items that you need to be able to do real estate deals. Bam, done. Right. So Sounds I went good. down, took his training, got out, uh, found my first deal and um, kind of a cute little house, ugly paint color, but... <laughs> cute little house. And, um, it just hadn't sold lady needed out of it. She was going to lose it and she had pretty good equity in it in addition, but, but it wouldn't sell. And the reason it wouldn't sell is because it had this stain on the ceiling as you walked in. So she had replaced the roof, but she forgot she, she didn't, she ran out of money and, and hadn't fixed the ceiling inside of there. So it still looked like there was a leak. And it was, it, it was right when you come in the house, come to the front door, bam. Entryway oh. stain. Yeah. yeah, really bad. That's what really you want. Really bad for trying to sell a house. Um, and so I thought, okay, here's opportunity. We've got equity. Um, and I, I negotiated a deal. Caveat, I, let's do a side note here really quick. One of the things that is not taught at most seminars, which is critically important in my opinion, and um, very much overlooked, is the ability to sell or negotiate, which is a <laughs> yeah. skill I already possessed that they did not teach at the seminar. So, I think a large part of why people don't have success doing this with no money, one of the biggest reasons is because they can find a deal, but when they actually go to try to negotiate the deal, they can't do it because they don't have the skill set to be able to do that. Right. How much time and money do all of our friends in the real estate game spend training their guys who go out and negotiate those deals? Oh, I mean, yeah. they don't just take them and throw them out there and say, hey, go buy this house, you know? Yeah. But you, uh, I mean, you have no, no skill set at all to be able to talk to another human and, and, and negotiate because negotiation is a big deal. Right. And, and helping people get what they want and at the same time getting what you <sighs> want. I mean, that's, it, it's a, there's a skill set to that. It's not, there not is, the easiest sure. thing in the world. So I did not get that training. I got nuts and bolts training on how to do deals, how to transact, how to find that kind of stuff, right? And I went out and did that. So side note, it just understand that most courses don't have that and you, you have to have that in order to be able to be successful at this business. So coming back to the story, um, I found this, I submitted it to the dude and they, um, they denied it. Like they weren't gonna fund it, which yeah. for, for a day, I was pretty, I mean, I was really bummed because I didn't have the money to go do the deal. And I, I'm sitting here going, okay, my, I have a great deal here, but I can't do it because the dude that was supposed to fund this thing that I gave money to is now not going to fund the deal. But awesome. that's when creativity kicks in, right? I, he did teach us how to go put stuff under contract. I already had it under contract. All I need to do was solve my problem. And what was my problem? The reason this house wouldn't sell, it was because of a big stain, the entryway stain, you know. So what do I do? I also do not possess the skill set to be able to fix anything in my house. You can ask my wife. She actually does not allow me to even try to fix things anymore because I usually break them worse than they were to begin with, even little things. So I just hire people to do that. So here I am now. I need to fix this. I have no money to hire somebody and I have no skill set to be able to do this. So you just, in those instances... 
you look outside, you say, okay, who, how can I make this deal work? It was real simple. My, my brother knew how to do it. So I went and got my brother and I said, hey man, come help me do this deal. I'll split the deal with you. You do the work and then we'll put it on the market. So what I did was I, I put this property under contract on an option. It was an option contract. Um, and I had 30 days on this option. My option consideration, because I had no money, was that I would fix this hole, which my brother assured me wouldn't cost very much. And he was right. It cost, <laughs> I think we, we bought one sheet of, of, of drywall. Nice. It was a popcorn ceiling. So we bought the little popcorn crap and some, some plastic sheeting. So we didn't get crap all over the place. And um, within, within a, a day or two, I can't remember, we had this thing done. It was ready for the market. We put it on the market and it sold immediately. First people that walked in the house. So it was a cute house except for the stain. Boom. And we made um, just under $20,000 in just under 30 days. So closed out. Awesome. The whole thing was, and we, and, and I never looked back. John and I went, went into business together for the next several years, rehabbing houses and, and all that. So can you do it? Yes, absolutely. I did it. And I did it multiple different times in multiple different ways. That's right. just one of the ways. But you were majorly motivated to make that happen because I don't think you talked about in your story, I mean, how, how badly you needed that money, right? I mean, you did a little bit. The bills kept coming in and your income wasn't. But um, I, I mean, I don't think everyone that goes through those courses has quite as much motivation as you did to figure out the way to make that happen no matter what roadblocks came up. No, I so. mean, I, I put all of my chips, which were not very many, but I shoved all of them. I went all in. Yeah, and you I mean, got the, the, the course went on a credit card and I had no money. And so when I got out of the course and the dude denied me, you got to understand I mean, I had already gone all in. I mean, there was, I burnt my bridge, so to speak, you know, burning the boats. You've heard the story, burn the boats because we're not going back. We either die in here or that's what I had done. I had burnt my boats. So it was either go get another job or I was going to make this thing work. Right. And um, I had already found out that there was no security in jobs. Everybody thinks there's security in jobs until you get laid off. And then there's no security anymore. So um, and that wasn't even my fault. I mean, nothing, I didn't do anything to, to bring that on. So can you do it? Absolutely. You can do it, but you yep. do have to be motivated to make it happen. You have to have time on your hands. Um, and you have to have the know-how to be able to do it. You don't have to pay somebody to get the know-how. You can go to your local RIAs and, and, you know, shadow people. You can, you can, I mean, there's books on the subject all over the place that you can read. Um, and you can apply yourself, but if you think you can do this in a couple of hours a day, uh, not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No, definitely not. Um, so, okay. So we've established, you know, there are ways to do it for sure, but why, you know, is that what you really want? That's the next thing you have to figure out, right? <clears throat> if you have the time and you don't have the money, um, maybe that is the right path for you. But a lot of us, especially working professionals out there, I mean, time is the one thing that you don't have more of, right? Um, yeah, and I so, think some people don't have time and they don't have money because they're working, they're working and they're barely making ends meet because they've gotten themselves completely upside down in their lives financially. Right. Right. Um, right. I mean, we've known a few of those people. We uh, have definitely. throughout our time trying to help people financially. <laughs> we've known a few of those people. Definitely. Um, so yeah. Uh, and that's a rough situation to be in. We can talk about that in just a minute. Um, but real quick, I, I'd like to define investing again. 
Um, because, you know, if you are one of the people that, you know, has, has uh, money and knowledge and not time, um, then that's, you know, the wholesaling and finding deals is probably not the right avenue for you. Um, so I just wanted to remind everybody, uh, we talked about it on a previous episode, but um, investing really means committing money or capital to an endeavor um, with the expectation of obtaining additional income or profit. Um, so you notice the words money and capital are in there. Um, if, you're, if you're going out and finding deals like Ron did um, and, uh, you know, and hustling all the time, that's, that's great. That's a way to make money to invest, but it's not investing, right? Yeah, so, so when you go to your local RIA and you're hobnobbing with everybody there that says they're an investor and, and they work 80 hours a week to be an investor, they're really not an investor, they're, they, they have are a business. Yeah. They're in real estate. They definitely have a, a, a niche in real estate, but they are not an investor. So let's just be clear about what an investor is and what an investor isn't. Um, right. You can have a real estate. I have a real estate business, Angela. We, I mean, we, we have, this we have business, a business, yep. but, but we're, it's not an, it's not a, this is not an investor gig, right? We're working in the business. I mean, that's, right. that's how this works. And we have investments outside of our business, much like an attorney or a, a doctor or, you know, a linesman or whoever it is, right? They have a thing they do for their money. And then they, if they're smart, they have investments that are working outside. And it's right. the same thing for, for us. It's no different. So our company, yeah, our company is a job. And if you're out finding deals um, and, and reselling them on the market or rehabbing or wholesaling, you've created a job, probably a really good job if, you know, if you're good at it. But and there's a, still a we're job. not saying there's anything wrong with that either. Nothing. Um, no. So we do it too. You can, get, you can you can start doing what I did, and you can bootstrap yourself into creating an enormous amount of money through um, wholesaling and rehabbing and and buying properties subject to the existing mortgage and all of these different ways you can creatively do real estate, and you can do most of them without having your own capital, right? But that that doesn't make you a real estate investor. No. I mean, I've just, if we're getting real, that's, that's not the <laughs> That's what we do here, Ron. We're getting real. So. so, yes. Our investments outside of the company that pay you every month, no matter what, those are, those are real investments. So, um, so, if that is what you want to do, that is great and you can do it. There are many ways. And like Ron said, there are tons of free resources out there to figure out how to do it. Um, but if you are looking to invest, um, I'd like to talk about how you do that the right way. Um, so starting out, Ron, do you want to tell everybody about, um, about Scott and Valerie? Sure. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's a couple that came in and they were kind of, what we were just talking about before. Um, great couple. They were just financially completely upside down. You know, they had, um, they had a ton of credit card debt, other debts, and they were kind of swimming in it. And this was, this was guys, this was back when, anybody with a pull. If you were alive, you could get a mortgage, right? Right. right? And you could get a crazy one too. Not just any mortgage. You could get a, a you know, no income, no asset, uh, negative amortization loan and pull money out at closing. I mean, it was psychotic what you could do back in the day, right? So here these people come in and they say, you know, we want to invest in real estate and anybody in their right mind that actually sells real estate would have sold them real estate. But when we, when we sit down with people, we, we go over kind of an income statement balance sheet. We look at their finances and go, and I, when I looked at their finances, I just said, Oh, there's no, there's no way in hell you should buy real estate. 
I mean, it, it will be the death of you, right? Anything that happens in the property and you're sunk, not only will it sink it, but it will sink you personally because you're so out of whack with your debt. Um, I'm sorry. I'm only laughing because of their response when you said that. I mean, what did, <laughs> when you said, you know, you should not buy real estate, they were. Yeah, well, completely- Scott was a little bit miffed, I think. Um, yeah. His wife was not, however. She, she was kind of like, hey, yeah, tell us more because I think she was trying to, I think she, in her, and she internally, she knew that it was out of whack and that, you know, while they could have bought something, they shouldn't, you know, that's the reality. Right. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have been buying real estate. Right. What they really needed to do was pay off their consumer debt because they, they shouldn't have it. And if you have, if you're out there listening and you have consumer debt, you shouldn't have it. It's bad debt. It makes you, it makes you the slave to the money instead of the other way around. So if you, if you're happy being a slave, then, then, you know, go for it, right? You can keep it. But what I told them was, you you need to you need to you need to go make more money, and in their case, to go make more money was go get another job and and pay your use all the income for that extra job and pay your debt off. And they didn't. I, I don't think they liked that uh, initially. But the crazy thing is, is that they kind of disappeared. Um, now the family kept coming to all of our club meetings. This is back when we had live local meetings, um, yep. and they came religiously for what, two years or something like that, Angela? Forever, yeah. Almost the whole time I was there at that old company, yeah. Um, And then one day they just showed up, like the whole family showed up. Scott was there too. And um, they said, hey, we've paid off all of our our debt and we've saved up some money and we're ready to invest. I I about fell over. I couldn't believe it. Because usually when you tell somebody that kind of a thing, they they don't really do it, but they attacked it with veracity. I mean, it was, it was, to pay off that much debt that short a time is remarkable. I yeah, mean, so they added, I mean, didn't they add a couple more jobs as well as cutting back their expenses yes. to the very, very minimum, right? Yes, they did. I mean, and that's listen, commitment. I'm, I'm not a proponent. I think we'll probably do another segment on this, Angela, but I'm not a proponent of, of being a coupon clipper. I'm, I'm really not. I, no. I, don't I know. I know. I've never lived that way. Um, but you have expensive food taste, you know, I but, do. Yeah. I'm a little bit of a snob um, <laughs> when it comes to food and hotels and I'm not embarrassed to say that, but no, but, but, but they did what they had to do. They committed, they jumped in with, you know, yeah, I mean, there's certain times burned. when you just got to buckle up. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So could they have done it a different way? Could they have um, uh, wholesaled real estate for the extra money? Yeah. Sure. Right. They could have. They could have done that with no money out of their pocket too. That just wasn't their, that wasn't the way they wanted to go about doing it. Um, but they could have done, that's what I did. Um, you can make a lot of money doing that. So uh, not to get lost on the topic because I can take us off in about 20 different directions, but <laughs> in order to invest, you need to have money in order to actually invest. In order to get into real estate and make really significant income, you do not need your own money. You either need a partner or you need, like I said, you need time and creativity and a little bit of skill set to be able to go out and make deals. You need to become a deal maker. Um, right. Because if you can go out and find deals and put them under contract, the money will come. People say that all the time and new people get all worked up about the money. Well, the money is the easy part. It's the deal that's the hard part, especially in today's market, right? The deals are the hard part. So if you can go out there and find the deals, um, Man, the, the money's the money's there. Boy, the money's all true. over the place right now. It's just waiting for deals. Yeah. Yeah, we see that everywhere right now. So Yeah. 
Crazy. The deal makers are making the rules right now. So when the, and, and I think that's key. So if you're, if you're planning on getting into real estate, you need to understand that when the deals are prevalent, like they were between 2009 and 2012, well, the money makes the rules because deals are everywhere. Right. When, when the market tightens up and deals are harder to find, deal makers make the rules because then there's more supply of money chasing fewer deals. Does that make sense? So, right now it's deal maker time. If you're a deal maker, you can make a lot of money in today's market. Yep. And we are, so we like that. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we wanted to say on that topic. Um, I mean. Yeah. So, what do you do? I guess, I mean, let's leave them with a little, what, what do you do, Angela? Great. I would suggest yeah. go to your local RIA. Find somebody who is wholesaling or doing what you want to do and figure out how you can shadow those people. Um, usually in, in local RIAs, there are people who are willing to help, but they're only willing to help people who are willing to work. So you got to go out there and prove that you're, you're worth spending any time with because otherwise it's a, it's a waste of time, right? Right. Um, but if you can bird dog for people who want deals and, and by bird dog, I mean, you go, out, you go out and chase down the deal, you find the deals, turn them over to people with money. There are people like that who, who love having multiple bird dogs out there looking for deals where you can get five grand a pop or something like that on each one of those deals. And those add up, you know, over time. Definitely. Before long, you're going to be doing a deal on your own and you'll make the whole pop on the deal, right? So, I encourage you to do that. There's, there's groups. And in most metropolitan areas, there, there are several of these groups, right? Yeah. That you can go to. We're in, I mean, I'm out in Salt Lake and there are, I mean, there's, there's a crazy amount of them on meetup.com. So, um, and I'm sure there are in all the other markets as well. Great place to start. And yeah, like Ron said. Meetup yes, has sorry. them online too, right, Angela? I mean, you can do them online too. I think there's online meetup groups. Oh, really? Well, I, think I actually didn't know that. So, <laughs> But definitely yeah. local ones. There's, there's a ton. So, and that's a great way to get started following somebody who knows what they're doing um, that needs a little help. So thanks for that, Ron. Awesome. Um, so that's it for today. Uh, check us out. You know, if you have any questions about our topic today or suggestions for what you want to hear us uh, discuss, go to uh, getrealestatesuccess.com and subscribe to our podcast and give us any feedback you have there. Um, and watch out for our next episode. We're going to be talking about um, secrets to obtain financial independence and discussing whether you're the servant or the master. Oh, man, so, that's going to get intense. Uh, should be fun. Hey, <laughs> yeah. And if you like this, leave a comment. And if you didn't like it, then, then don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't give us the thumbs down. That's just mean. Come on. Yeah. That's, that's ugly. So don't do that. But <laughs> if you like it, go ahead and, and leave a comment and then share it with all your friends too on Facebook and everything. We appreciate the help. Okay. Well, thanks, Ron. Thanks guys. Yep. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.